Belle. Oh. Oh. Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. <laughs> Those aren't Those pillows? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I got it. I know that one. All right, shout it out, man. Oh, that's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Love John Kennedy, it. Steve Martin. Love it. How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. What about, what about the bears? <laughs> classic, classic holiday movie. A lot of people don't know that. It is a holiday movie, too, man. You know, that's... Uh, that's them trying to get back to Chicago. Yeah, for uh, I think it's Thanksgiving, and then they don't know, he ends up not getting back, and then he's got he gets it for Christmas. So but. a staple of all the John Hughes movies, right? There, that's yeah, Chicago is yep. the setting. Yep, yeah, yep. So um, also a little fun fact about that movie: um, there was like a week filmed actually at Lambert Airport in St. Louis. Wow. Okay. And you see the airport, you see different terminals and stuff. You see the main terminal one there, and my dad. Who uh, worked at Wash U? He's he worked at Wash U my whole life. It was an architectural supervisor. They called people in locally uh, there to come and help build some of the sets and stuff like. So my dad actually oh, cool. got to go and like work on like the 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 scaffolding they had to build to like to like block off right. the the set and stuff like that. So it was pretty. I mean, he never. That's got, awesome, I mean, man. that's cool. I mean, he didn't get to meet, he didn't hang out with Steve Martin or John Candy yeah, or no, anything. But still, that's but I was cool. like, you know, he was my dad was part of that movie, which is pretty neat, right? Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Good stuff. So good it's stuff. Uh, it's cold outside. Yes. It is 110 degrees in here, dude. <laughs> I know. What man. are we doing? Dude, I know. It's horrible. I'm, I'm about to I'm pop so, this top you, off and just... I'm going to call executive producer John Andrew Kevin O'Day. I've already gone off on him three times this morning. Not CBAP? once, not twice. Three times. Good. He and, needs uh, it, man. Yeah. We got to keep that guy in line. Apparently, we're getting like a $70,000 new like air system put in here. So Really? We can't get a new building. <laughs> but we're gonna get a. Seven, I can't get a new phone over here that well, works. Real estate's expensive these days. <laughs> I mean, I got, I, mean, I, I got, you. I got buttons, you know, popping off literally, like over oh, here. Yeah. But we're gonna get a seventy thousand dollar air system. Hey, so my 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 uh, my kibbles and bits aren't there. You sweating go. right now over yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a simple fix would just be to just maybe crank it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I cranked it down, but still, like it's here. Yeah. This this studio is always bad. All right, so it kind of feels like some of you guys who are sitting in last place right now, you're probably sweating, sweating right now too, just like yeah. this, going, what am I going to do? Am I going to make the playoffs? It's week 11, man. And um, I, I was talking to, uh, to, to one of the, the guys in our fantasy football league. He's in, he's in a league where the um, fantasy playoffs start earlier than ours, and the reason for that is because they do, like, divisional playoffs, you know? Really? They break it down to where, like, it, it, it's a 12-team league. Okay. And they break it down to where four, the top four teams, they're split into divisions. The top four teams make it. Okay. Then they start playing playoff games, and then they narrow it down, just like I guess a real, you sure. know, like a divisional sure, thing sure. would go. So I, I think they start their playoffs in a couple of weeks so that they can work all that in. Interesting. So that's a lot. And I told him, I said, well, I said, I see how that could be kind of fun. I don't hate it, man. I don't I hate know. it. I know. I see how that can be kind of fun. I said I would just again worry about, you know, you you, you draft your team. And if it's starting in a couple weeks, there's going to be a lot of players that are still going to be really good who are no names. Right. You know, and then maybe some of the stars sit later on. So when you get down to that final Super Bowl game, I don't know, man. But I guess that's like for that for every league. They don't go to – do they go to week 18, though? That yes. would be – Okay, yes. see, that's that's where everything falls apart. Yeah. You can't go to week 18. I know. You I just know. can't. I don't know why you go to the final week of the season. Nope. 
You just Maybe can't. they don't. I don't know if okay. they. I, I don't know how that math works. All right. But anyway, I just you know, guys, I know you're sweating. I know there's two people out there that are hoping to goodness gracious that they make the playoffs. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways that you know all teams make the playoffs. There's leagues where only the top four teams make it. Um, in, in our division, uh, top two teams get a bye week one. Yeah. Just a general. Yeah, same I, with I feel ours. like that's yeah. a default way to do it, right? Yeah, for a 10-team league, that's pretty normal. Right. It's, uh, it's 15, 16, 17. Those are the playoffs. Yep. The six teams make it. Top two teams get a bye. Yep. The other, you know, three through six play each other. In a, and then right. that's, yeah, it's pretty standard. And you know something else, too? I uh, Someone messaged me, too. Uh, it was actually through um, our, our uh, my, my messenger on Facebook, through the actual Fantasy Football Junkies. Nice. So they listened to us talking about, um, it was an Eagles extra point. I forget what we what you titled. It's about don't quit or don't give up. Yes. Or, I forget which yeah, one I mean, it was. Yeah, along those lines. Yeah, but that's so, what it was. But it was but there, it, there but, were still six but, weeks of, right. of fantasy it, football. So what yet. this listener re- asked about, and, and I, I thought I said this, maybe I did not during your extra point. I said we uh, have weeks now where we reward people money for highest score per week. You didn't say that, but okay. I know and, a lot and, of leagues do that. So we do that. So yeah. And that's something. And so I wanted to bring that up. So this is also week 11 kind of. We're into the season now. If if you're in a league right now and you see and it's so easy to tell the teams that are just you know I'm done mm-hmm. you know if you want to get into a league and you want to hold people accountable I think we did talk about how to hold some people accountable we do that when we start offering week week nine we start offering uh, money for high score I like that so and it goes all so like even if you're out you know you can still win some money back you still want to try to go for high score right so I I, I appreciate that I was I, I didn't pull his name was his name Sam. I think his name was Sam. And That's incentive. Yeah, dude listens. And so he, I appreciate Sam heeding my extra point. You want to tell the people what happened to you last week? Because my yeah. extra point last week. Yeah, I didn't listen. Three words. Don't get cute. Yeah, Bonzi got cute. Man. Yeah, so you you don't just start a guy with a one-week hot hand yeah. over an every-week fantasy starter. Yeah. That's getting cute. Yeah, I did. I got what did cute. you do? I think I even told you I got cute before the games even happened to me. No, and then you texted me during the games with some expletives. <laughs> like, like, dude, I got cute. And I'm like, yeah, you should have listened. You should have listened. So I get, It holds true, man. It bites you in the butt every time. Yeah, so I feel like I've got a pretty cool head when I start doing this research and stuff and reading. I mean, there, I, there's probably one... There's probably five or six different sites that I go to every week, and there's five or six different shows I listen. I mean, I listen to a lot starting on Tuesday, yeah, and then um, to get ready for the show, and then on the podcast. And I really felt like um, the receiver from Carolina, Terrace Marshall, Terrace Marshall Jr. I, I I was I was all in on him, man. Was a better and been, play, and I was well, hold on, but I was really like I was <laughs> like, hey, you know, I'm not drinking the Kool Aid, I'm not drinking the Kool Aid, and then you even gave me props on it. You're like, hey, man, you nailed that one, yeah. on Terrace Marshall Jr. And I, I felt really good about it, you know. I got a little like uh, puffy chested and stuff, and then for the um, week ten matchup, you know, he's going up against Atlanta, and I again thought, I mean, I even said on the show, I was like, this is a guy's another good play, you know, and I think you agreed with me, and I thought, man, I can get at least ten points out of Ter- Terrence Terrace Marshall Jr. And so Devin Singletary from Buffalo going up against Minnesota again. That game, dude, I'm telling you right now. I mean, Side note: That game was incredible, insane. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. And and so like, um, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and uh, put Terrace Marshall uh, Jr. in for for my my wide receiver, running back, tight end flex because that's where I've been keeping Singletary at. Yeah, but Singletary's been getting me anywhere from like eight to ten points. He's never he's not been like off the charts. 
he hasn't really done really so crap. I mean, that's a to me in our in our in our league. If you're getting eight to ten points from a flex spot every week, that's pretty good. That's really good, right? And so I've been getting that from Singletary every week. I've had people actually offer me trades for Singletary, but then I got cute and benched him. Yeah, he's been super consistent this season. He's only got just a, a handful of weeks not in double digits, but his floor has been yeah. like really, really safe. And that's yeah. what you want from a flex. Right. And you swung for the fences and um <laughs> and you whiffed, you know, yeah. instead of just instead of just taking that base hit. Yeah. Um you swung for the fen- for the fences and yeah. you whiffed. Now, PJ Walker did get hurt yeah. a little bit, yeah. but he played most of the game. Right. He's still ten of sixteen, I think. Right. Um yeah, so going forward now with Baker Mayfield being the starter, I don't think you'll make that mistake again. No, I won't. Well, and actually, when we get to our bus, you know, I bring that up a little bit about Baker. I don't, I don't get it, man. And and even you know, my 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 boy, my guy that I have got a wager on. I'm just, I'm really worried about. And um, it's a, that's yeah, over, man. We'll, we'll get to that's it here over. in just a bit. Yeah. So let's talk about what's not over. Apparently, is the Green Bay Packers season. <laughs> all right. Um, the Titans at Green Bay tonight, Thursday night football. Um, if you would have asked me, shoot, last week when we did the podcast, Dude, I mean, we were throwing dirt on Aaron Rodgers, yes. like it's over. I mean, you know what I flames. mean? Flames. Say You're your right, goodbyes. Right, this is it. Right. And uh, I said, it's embarrassing if you still have him on your team, is I think what we said. Um, Rodgers came out and and did some some damage, and a lot of it had to do with Christian Watson. Okay, so. Packers are now a three-point favorite. I think that there's some fantasy potential in this game tonight. Alan Lazard has had his moments this season as Green Bay's number one receiver, but hasn't put up weekly production the people expected, you know, with Devontae Adams being in Vegas. Uh, after he finished with 10 targets, 87 yards, and a touchdown on four catches against Detroit in Week 9, Lazard had a pretty quiet performance last Sunday against Dallas because it was the, the Christian Watson show. So are you going to be able to trust Lazard and Watson tonight? In this game, so my my sleeper flex pick for tonight is going to be Titans wide receiver Traylon Burks. Okay, the first round pick made his return to action last week after being out since week five. Had the turf toe, finished with three catches, twenty four yards. But more importantly, he was targeted six times and he played on almost sixty percent of the team's offensive snaps. Now the Packers gave up two hundred sixty five and three touchdowns to the Cowboys last week which should give the Titans something to work with, especially uh, you know the game being tonight. CeeDee Lamb finished with big numbers, 152 TDs. Uh, so there should be some yards up for grabs for the Titans if they need them tonight. And Titans quarterback Ryan Tannenhill, look, dude, he threw almost 40 passes against Denver. And, and I feel like Burks should be pretty confident at, after getting so much work in Week 10. So he's a sleeper flex for me, okay? Yes, 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 you need to to give that Packers wide receiver Christian, Christian Watson a plug-and-play tonight with uh, with Dubes still out of the lineup. Romeo Dubes still out of the lineup with an ankle sprain. <laughs> Watson time. went off against the Cowboys, had four recepts, 107 yards, three TDs. Dubes figures to be out again tonight, leaving Watson as the team's most explosive playmaking option, and that's what I think Rodgers was missing was that downfield fast receiver that was not going to drop a ball. And he did. He dropped a few early, right? But credit to Rodgers. Whereas earlier in the season, when guys are dropping passes, he just gets that look on his right. face, and he's so disgusted. He stuck with him. He went back to him, and it paid dividends, man. Yeah. It turns out when Christian Watson can hold on to the football, right? That dude's like real fast. Yeah, he is fast, real fast. And, and that's when you're watching the games, and you can see how fast these guys are, or when. Um, 
they get behind the the defender, the corner or the safety, mm-hmm. and there's no chance for them to catch up. You know, I feel like the the good defenders, the good corners, the good safeties, the good defenses out there, there's receivers getting past them all the time. Yeah. But they just close down that gap so fast. That's when you know they're fast. When there was there was nobody catching up no, to this dude. No, there's nobody close. It, 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 and even Rodgers underthrew a ball a couple of times too. And I was yeah. like, oh my god. So Tennessee's been stout against the run. All right. So the Titans have struggled against opposing passing attacks and allowed the fourth. I'm sorry, the fourth most passing yards in the NFL. And uh, Tennessee's allowed the fifth most yards to wide receivers with 11 touchdowns. Uh, Watson outsnapped Sammy Watkins last week. And even though uh, all he needed was those four catchers to have a career day, Watson was targeted eight times yeah. that game. So that's a big thing. And now for Mr. Rogers, again, we we, we burned him last week. We put the flames to him and said, you, 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 you know, and, <laughs> I said I was sorry to a lot of people last, last week. Um <laughs> The Christian Watson ascension, I think, could restore the ceiling possibilities. Okay, I'm going to say that because I'm still not buying all in on on Rodgers being sure. a QB one yet. Okay, Tennessee is now for this week though. Tennessee is 11th in, in yards per attempt, fourth in passing touchdown rate, fifth in fantasy points per game allowed by quarterbacks. But Rodgers could rip them in half again with that deep ball, and I think. The Green Bay coaching staff is smart enough to find out what worked. I think Rodgers is far smart enough to f- find out what worked. And could he be a QB1 this week or, or tonight? I say yeah. 100%. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I think we're smart enough yeah. to know what's going to work tonight. Tennessee, you said fourth most passing yards allowed. Well, by game, it's the second most, meaning they are the second worst Per game against the pass, right? Um, it's a, I think it's a big night for Aaron Rodgers. And on the flip side, um, Green Bay is actually pretty good against the pass. The uh, yep. the third fewest yards allowed. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it might be a tough night for Tennessee through the air. Um, I, mean, I do too, but yeah. I think they're going to have to throw a lot. They're going to have. You know, to. They're going to have to throw a lot. Yeah. And, and I still think you know these are the other guys that I think you start tonight. Obviously, Aaron Jones. Uh, you're going to start him for Green Bay. Uh, Dylan may be a flex guy, but I like Robert Tunyon as a tight end tonight sure. too, because I feel like again Aaron Rodgers, you know, even though I we washed up, put the flames to him, he is Aaron Rodgers, and if uh, the Titans start focusing on that deep ball, guess who's going to start getting the other passes? Oh, yeah, Tunyon, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, and and Aaron Aaron Jones out of the backfield, right? Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like that you, you have to start Aaron Jones. However, as a pure running back, Tennessee 85 yards per game mm-hmm. allowed. That's yeah. second best in the yeah. league. They're stout, man. Get this, man. Two touchdowns. Yeah, only two. I know. On the season. Yeah, I know. I mean, a league leading by a lot. Right. That's That's insane. Yeah. So temper your expectations as far as Aaron Jones just being a pure running back. You have to start him yeah. still. You're not going to bench him. But, right. But uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet that Aaron Jones is going to rip off 130 and two touchdowns no. tonight on the ground. No. Anybody from Tennessee that you're focused on that you think, hey man, you know you well expect some big numbers out of? I mean, obviously, um, you're going to start Derrick Henry. Mm. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, did I not? Other read than that, that um, you know, I Traylon Burks. I guess if yeah. you're if you're in in desperate need, but I would yeah. I so would I, try so to so find I think I skipped that part with Traylon. So, so Derrick Henry, you know, if if the Titans are going to make it a game tonight, yeah. 
Um, I know I said that they're going to have to throw the ball a lot because they could be de- they could be down a lot. But there's a, there's a reason why the Packers are only a three point favorite. Okay, that's what we need to remember too. And and they've got Derrick Henry. He, yes. he can control a game. I mean, he the can. guy can control a game. So that's you know you're going to put him in. And 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 guys, I would just think, man, hey, if I'm going to I mean, Derrick Henry, I think is going to get you four points or he's going to get you forty. I yeah. mean, that that's his floor, his floor is low and his ceiling is high. Green Bay defense allowing 140 yards per game right. rushing. Right. So I. The game plan for Tennessee has to be hand the ball off yeah. early. Yeah. Keep Green Bay's offense off the field. <laughs> yes. Um, they're not going to be able to stop Derrick Henry right. by any means. So right. yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good Derrick Henry night. And that's gotta be the game plan yep. for Tennessee. I'm really excited to get to the waiver wire guys because I think I went pretty deep here, but uh we gotta do the booms and busts first for week eleven. And you know, I missed on a lot of the booms last week. I was I was not good on the booms last week. And my but I was not that was not a good week for me last week, week hey, ten. I just nobody kinda, bats a thousand. You no, know, Cordero Patterson, I was man, I would have I would have bet a lot of money on that guy. And thank God I don't have a lot of money to bet. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what was that? They they gave the ball to like five different running backs. I don't know. It was insane. I don't know. Like, and that's what I don't understand dude, about fantasy football. Give sometimes. this guy the football. What? No the, matter what the, the Falcons. The, like no matter what we think is a, like a hundred percent lock. Yeah. When it comes to fantasy football, you're like, dude, I, I, how could I have been so wrong? I mean, like, I, I that was the week for me last week. Sitting in my chair watching, I was like. What is going on right now yeah. with, with with these teams, um, and the Chargers? Man, God, I'm just, I just it makes me so nervous. Well, they should be getting uh, Mike Williams, Mike back. Williams, I know, I know. and Keenan yeah, Allen back yeah, this yeah. week. There's a good chance. Yeah, so yeah. that could all right. Change. So week eleven booms and busts. My big boom at QB this week: um, Dak Prescott at Minnesota uh, did not have a good game in reality, but still in fantasy points, he put up some good numbers. I think he was averaging 24 plus fantasy points in most leagues. He had 46 pass attempts in that game. The Vikings now have allowed three of the past four opposing QBs to be over 20-plus fantasy points. Tua, Kyler Murray are just two of those guys that were up above 25. Prescott will hopefully be in that range, I think, against Minnesota. He's starting to connect at a high level, man, with C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz. And uh, Prescott also has the ability to run. Uh, He had a 34-yard touchdown in Week 8 against Chicago. I'm pretty excited about Prescott in this matchup. And uh, I'm looking for a a third game in a row where he has a quality stat line of of 24-plus fantasy points again. Yeah, it was nice to see him kind of turn loose. I wonder how much of that is uh, is the Cowboys being without Zeke Mm -hmm. and Tony Pollard not being a guy who can get 25 touches per game. It wears him out. He's even sat as much. Um, So it's like, hey, we got Dak. Let's just chuck the ball. See, Lamb's having a big game. But... I don't see any reason why that won't happen this week, too. Right. And I hope you're right. I've got Dak. <laughs> Running back, boom, Antonio Gibson at Houston. Now, look, I like Gibson and Robinson both a lot this week against the Texans, who allow the most fantasy points to opposing running backs and have surrendered 14 total touchdowns to that position. And we just saw Gibson and Robinson both produce at a high level in Week 10 against the Eagles, yeah. all right? Now, uh, that was a crazy game, and again, we were way off about that one, too. Along with three catches for 14 yards on three targets, uh, Gibson put together a really good uh, game. So if you've got Gibson and Robinson, that's the game where I'd start them both. Uh, I consider both of them number two running backs this week, and, and I feel like Gibson's ceiling is big, especially in PPR leagues, man. He's an RB1 he catches there, balls, you know what I mean? Dude. Yeah, he catches balls. No, I just I made a trade to get him on one of my rosters. Awesome. Um, because yeah, PPR and he catches balls and you can you can kind of buy him low. Yeah, for sure. Bit. 
Uh, wide receiver boom, I've got Garrett Wilson, who is going to be at New England. Now, Wilson has been excellent since Brees Hall and Corey Davis got hurt, scoring 17 PPR points in each of his past two games. Wilson has also had, listen to this, 16 targets over that span for 14 catches. Dude can catch the ball. Against the Patriots in Week 8, Wilson had 6 catches, 115 yards, had 7 targets, even... If Davis does come back, Wilson, I believe, has top 15 upside in any league. And New England's faced nine receivers to get at least seven targets, and six of them have scored over 15 PPR points. Um, I think Wilson stays hot coming off the Jets' bye in Week 10, so he's my big boom at receiver. Man, imagine if that guy had a quarterback. Yeah. Wow. Unreal. Yeah. Put him, on the, put him on the Packers. That's what he's you doing know? with arguably the worst starting quarterback yeah. in the league. Yeah, for sure. Wow. And my tight end boom this week is Bears tight end Cole Komet yeah. at Atlanta. He is hot, hot, hot going into week 11. Five touchdowns in his past three games after not scoring a touchdown in 2021. And we were high on Komet, man. You were high on him last week. Yeah. You know, we were big on him. Uh, great to see this guy uh, playing well right now. And I, I feel like Justin Fields loves Commit. I mean, uh, he should have the chance for another good performance against the Falcons, who have allowed seven tight ends this season to score over ten PPR points this season. So, yeah, why not continue? I, <laughs> here's what's happened: all of a sudden, magically, the Bears have become like the most fun offense in the yeah. league to watch. They can't win games, <laughs> right? But they're really fun to watch. Do you mind if I throw a few out? Very yeah, low. Sure. I won't. I won't go into serious detail. Joe Burrow mm-hmm. against Pittsburgh. I think that's an obvious one. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, how about this one? How about Brandon Ayuk against Arizona? Yeah. Dude, he's been the yeah. number that's one. Boy. Re- he's been the number one receiver yeah. for San boy. Francisco. Yeah. Debo didn't do anything last week. San Francisco's shocking me a little bit. Kittle right didn't now, do but anything. I'm nervous. Last week. I'm nervous when I talk about anybody from San Francisco. All right. How about David Montgomery? Yeah. In this yeah. matchup. Yeah. I like him against Atlanta yeah. and Khalil Herbert. Guys. IR. He's right. out. Hip right. injury. Right. Right. All yeah. right. I like him. I like okay. him. Okay. All right. So uh, your bust this week at quarterback, um, Marcus Mariota versus Chicago. Um, I started the week liking Mariota because when you get to you these You should never bust, start a week liking Mariota. But, I mean, as a streamer quarterback, this is the thing. You know, people have these buys now, and there's a lot. Uh, Jacksonville, Miami, Seattle, Tampa Bay. So Brady's on a buy. Tua's on a buy. You know, you've got guys that you're starting that you need to find a streamer. Yeah. And looking at the available players, Mariota was available in a lot of leagues. And I was like, okay, For maybe. Good reason. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you want to go with him, you know? Um, stay away from him. I think he has a bust for Chicago. I don't like it at all. I don't even need to talk about stats anymore. I'd rather start Kenny Pickett or Taylor yeah. Heineke. I mean, there's a ton of quarterbacks you yeah. can start, okay? My, my running back bust uh, might surprise you a little bit more. Najee Harris versus Cincinnati. Now, he had a quality game last week against the Saints, 20 carries, 99 yards, but that was an empty performance with zero catches and zero touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He's losing a lot of work to Jalen Warren, which should continue. And I think Warren might have some more appeals since he's actually catching the ball. Now, Harris is dealing with some knee stuff, too. Uh, showed up on an injury report this week and sat out of practice. Uh, should make you even more uncomfortable about trusting this guy as a must-start fantasy option. And the Bengals are getting back some of their uh, unhealthy defenders, too. So I think Najee may be a flex right now at best this week. Yeah, I like it. And um, I also think to- uh, Tony Pollard might be yep. a guy to yeah. stay away from. Yeah, to, to maybe yeah, against yeah. Minnesota. 
And we like Dak a lot to throw the ball. Yes, so. we do. All right. My wide receiver bust. I hate saying it, man. DJ Moore, Baltimore. <laughs> <sighs> we are the DJ Moore show, man. I hate That's us. this because it drives me crazy. I was so high on this guy. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were. I think Carolina, especially Baker Mayfield's back. Uh, that's bad news for Moore. In his first four games at Mayfield under center, Moore averaged just 8.5 PPR points, one touchdown. And I don't know, maybe things are getting better for the Mayfield-Moore connection. Things have changed in Carolina since McCaffrey's gone, maybe since Robbie Anderson's gone. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. But Moore's cooled off of late, too, with a combined 10 PPR points in his last two games. As a result, I I mean, I wouldn't even start him as a flex this week. Uh, It's... it's, with the buy, mate, I, I mean, I, I can look at my team right now and tell you I'm, I'm starting a couple other guys on the waiver wire that I picked up at wide receiver over more. Hopefully, if you have DJ Moore on any of your rosters, you traded him after his one good week. That was the time to do it. It's just, oh, look, here's DJ Moore. He's back. Somebody take him, please. Right, sure. Because he's, he's not going to help you this season. My tight end bust, Dawson Knox versus Cleveland. Browns have been great against tight ends this season, allowing just one TD in their matchup with Tyler Conklin, Pat Firemuth, Kyle Pitts, Gerald Everett, Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst, and Mike Gisessi. Listen, those are great tight ends, all right? Yeah. And they allowed one touchdown. Uh, Conklin and Henry, I think, are the only ones that scored over 10 PPR points. So uh, Knox has just two touchdowns on the season. I don't know what's going on with, with that offense, man. Um, any There's so many. There's any number of players that could have double-digit PPR points on that team. Sure. And, you know, Allen will throw to anyone. He doesn't care who it is. I just don't think he's going to Knox right now. It doesn't seem like it. He is throwing to the other team a lot. Yeah, true. That's uh, that's happening. I mean, at this point, Stephon Diggs is the only consistent week-to-week receiving option for Buffalo, which is weird because we thought going in that, like, Gabe Davis was going to be an every-week starter. Uh, Dawson Knox would be, you know, one of the top ten tight ends. Mm -hmm. It's just not panning out like that. Right. All right, so week but 11. don't sit Singletary. No, I'll no, I'm not much. sitting Singletary this week. <laughs> he is back in my lineup. He's actually my running back, too. I've got a receiver question for you, yeah. though. Because I think a lot of people might be big on the guy this week because Cooper Cup went to IR. Uh-huh. Allen Robinson, what do you think? I mean, what do you, what do you, I mean, I, who are you starting I, over? I would, I would call him a bust this week. I think people are going to be high on him. I have no faith. I have no I think... I think people are going to be. I think it depends on what Matt Stafford does too. Okay. I mean, you know, because I mean, is he playing? Like, what's going on? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. I think I haven't heard that he's not. Again, I heard it was still up in the air. Still up in the air. So if 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 he plays, maybe. If not, no. Okay. Like no way. Matt Stafford, still in concussion protocol. Logged a full practice yesterday. Should play. All right. So Stafford's going to be out, or going to be out there playing. Sorry, and I don't. I still don't think Alan I like Robinson him as a flex. A, okay. That's it. All right. Okay. That's it. Um, let's get to some waiver wire pickups. The players still might be available today. Don't forget the Jaguars, Dolphins, Seahawks, Bucks, all on a bye. Um, so you better check your rosters if you have any of those uh, players from those teams. Um, quarterbacks, Ryan Tannenhill from Tennessee. All right. Um, we, we talked about it a little bit this this during the Thursday Night Fantasy Football Focus. Obviously, it's going to be the, the, the Derrick Henry show. But if they need to throw the ball, I, I think Tannehill is going to be throwing the ball a lot. Uncertainty at the QB spot for several teams is the reason why he could be a streamer tonight. You know, because there's just so many quarterbacks who are like I don't know. Tannehill and the Titans, uh, you know, they have limited time uh, to get ready for this pass defense. 
Um, the one thing, though, I will say is I, I looked this up and found this, that there are a couple of Packers defenders that are on the IR and did not play last week, mm-hmm. and they're not playing again this week. So, you know, Prescott, like I said earlier, had a lot. You could pick Tannehill up tonight to be a streamer starter. If you need to, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you need to. Um, and then the other one I want you guys to look at, I think I mentioned this maybe a couple of times, but I think we forgot about him, um, Deshaun Watson. All right, uh, you know, thirty-seven percent right now, maximum ownership. That is it. Um, hey, it, week week thirteen is just around the corner. Yeah. All right, and guess who he plays after the week thirteen? He plays Houston, Cincinnati, Baltimore, New Orleans, and Washington. The final five weeks of the fantasy season. I think you get ahead of it now. Some nice matchups in put, there. Put him on your roster. Yeah. Uh, right now for your waiver wire pickup. Who yeah. do you think? Uh, anybody else on the quarterback waiver wire? Quarterback waiver wire, no, no. It's there's just quarterbacks. One of those like limited positions because there's only 32 who start right. every week, so a lot of them are owned. The uh, number one fantasy pickup this week. Who do you think that was? The number one fantasy pickup this week. Ooh. Obviously, we're going into running backs. Who do you think that was? I I don't know. I mean, in it in it, I'm thinking maybe um, Tristan Ebner. Ebner, mm, nope. But um, that's that's pretty deep. Anyhow, that's that's the guy Isaiah I was Pacheco. Oh, he's out there in leagues. Kansas still, huh? City. Yep. I mean, he's he, been their starter for the last couple weeks. Only maximum owned by twenty five percent last week. Wow. It immediately went up this week to fifty percent. I was so, going to say, man. Yeah, I, we talked about you know the the, the post buy rookie bump. You know, we were talking about those mm-hmm. players that are going to get shots and get chances. Uh, Pacheco is the guy. Picked up a season high fifty six percent of the snap share. And returned a terrific fantasy value last week, and the the passing torch appears evident here with with Hilaire, you know, just relegated to like four total snaps, and 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 I know people drafted, I know people drafted Hilaire, thinking, man, this yeah. guy's going to be on a great team, a great offense. It's not happening. You better go pick him up now. I'm sure Pacheco was owned in your league. Yeah, absolutely. Before, right? Yeah, Mine absolutely. too. That's yeah. why, I, like. That's how you know we play in leagues with people who know fantasy yeah. football mm-hmm. because guys like that have been picked up. Yes. But if, man, look, if he's still out there and your league's sleeping on this guy, I mean, he's been getting the bulk of the touches for the yep. last few weeks. But yeah, scoop him up for sure. I would Keontae never guessed. Ingram from Arizona, 0% ownership, all right? Why was that? Well, because Eno Benjamin was, was still yeah. doing his thing, uh, but he's gone now, okay? What a weird move. Bye-bye. Arizona still has uh, Darrell Williams and Jonathan Ward on IR leaving this rookie as the only other running back that's with James Conner on the active roster. I couldn't believe that there wasn't one more. I thought for sure there would be one more, but no, that is it. Go grab Ingram now. I mean, Arizona must know something. I uh, That's so bizarre. James Conner has such an injury history that they must really have a lot of faith in Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? That's I know. the only that's what explanation. I'm thinking. I, I had no, I had you know, none. Benjamin is good. Yeah, yeah. And then um, anybody from running backs on the waiver wire? Well, that's why I just said Tristan Ebner. He's okay. the um, he is the backup now to David Montgomery in mm-hmm. Chicago. Yeah, who uh, has has carried a questionable. He's tag on a stash for, list, a few mm-hmm. stash lists that I've seen, and, yep. and handcuffs that you can look at uh, and pick up and stash. If you don't need a running back, go grab him. Uh, maybe if, even if you do, put yeah. him on your team. Uh, wide receivers, uh, of course, Christian Watson. You know, he it was funny to me that he was only owned in ten percent of fantasy leagues before last week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's jumped up to 85%, now, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, so you better have him on your team. Uh, we've already talked about him a lot. And then this guy here, I think he's available in, in, in most leagues, Paris Campbell. 
um, in Indianapolis. All right? All right. I, we asked a yes or BS question last week about Coach Saturday and saving the, the Colts' fantasy season. And look what happened. I mean, he, he, he did I mean, the move won. that everybody wanted. They wanted Matt Ryan back in at quarterback. He's back now under center. And Campbell's picked up 11, 12, and 9 targets and reached double-digit PPR points in every single game and averaging a robust, a robust 20 fantasy points per game. The change to Jeff Saturday at head coach means I think we expect Ryan to remain under center moving forward, especially after last week's emotional win. And I think Campbell draws a plus matchup to this week. Go pick him up and and start him on your. I'm starting him this week. Are you are you got him plugged in. I'm plugged in. He's wow. Starting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I mean Pittman's still there. Yeah. Malik Pierce is still there. Yeah. But Paris Campbell's got those targets. So yep. I got him in. Right that then, way. Who do you um, have him in over? Devin Singletary. No, not him. I'm not getting that cute. <laughs> let me let me show you though because I've got uh, Curtis Samuel. Okay. And Mike Williams. Ooh. Who uh, are my receivers on the bench this week? And I'm sorry. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. Tyreek Hill, who's on a bye. Sure. And then uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. So I'm starting. Here's who I picked up this week to start because Hill's out. Joshua Palmer's starting for me. Mike Williams will start for me if he is playing over Josh Palmer. Okay, okay? he should be playing. Yes, if he is playing. Um, and then I've got Slayton from the Giants. And Oof. Campbell in my flex spots. Oh yeah. man, yeah, you are. But with, scrape, Hill, but with, but with Hill being on a buy, I mean, you yeah. know, I'm 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 toast. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah, it's one of those you're just hoping for a miracle week. You know, you just want those guys to do enough to get by, and then hope your right. your big name guys put up a big week for you and you win. Right, for sure. And I've been averaging good points too. I mean, I was second most points scored, uh, but that's when I have Hill in the lineup. That's when I have uh, Fournette or White in the lineup. Yeah. And I've got Eckler and Mahomes, but then you know Hill has just been amazing for, for oh, yeah. this season. Yeah, you know he's incredible. Uh, the other receiver that I mentioned earlier from Tennessee was that Traylon Burks activated off the IR. Makes sense to anticipate more chances for Burks in Week 11 since Burks has been on an IR. The, the passing attack had zero life, and, and uh, the schedule coming up for Burks is is really good. Packers, Bengals, and Eagles. Uh, should force the Titans into more passing scripts because the games are just going to mean, hey, we've got to throw the ball mm-hmm. to stay alive. So I like Burks as well, and he was only owned in 20%. I've got a wide receiver from the same team. Ugh. Nick Ugh. Westbrook-Akine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's Last on there week, too. eight targets, five catches, 119, and two touchdowns. Yeah. And he's out there in almost every league. Yep. So, I mean, again, you need a flyer on somebody. This is what this segment is. Yes. Um, if Streaming he's out flyers there, right now. Go get him and, and plug him in there. There you go. All right. And then uh, for tight end, the only one I really could come up with, you know, again, was it was a matchup, uh, really, and it's Foster Moreau yeah. uh, for the Raiders because, you know, Waller and Renfro are, are done. And it, he immediately becomes a short-term, hey, I need Derek Carney to throw the ball to somebody other than Devontae Adams. So I think he's a strong ad for, for tight ends in those needy positions that you have to start a tight end. Uh, go ahead and give Moreau a start this week. Three for forty-three and a touchdown last yeah. week, and like his, you know, in his official start as the uh, as the number one, knowing that Darren Waller was out, so not too bad. Another one I have is uh, is Juwan Johnson in New Orleans. If he's out there, he has kind of quietly three of the last four weeks been in double digits and full point PPR. He finds the end zone quite a bit. Um, so if he's out there, another another tight end guy you could you could go scoop up if you need somebody. All right, and then for defense and special teams, uh, the streamers, if you're like me and start a different uh-huh. defense every single Little week. Little DST talk, yeah. I like it. Bengals at Pitt, 
New York Jets at New England. Okay. And the Commanders at Houston. Those, yeah, I, I, I mean, didn't. I didn't do any DST research this week. You <laughs> well, caught I mean, me I always throw in the extra ones at the end there. Like, yeah. hey, these are special matchups, though. Do we got? We have yes or BS this week or no? Yes, yes. Okay, all right. I saw that. you getting the camera ready. Well, I just want to be ready after we okay. do our yes or BS. All right. all right. So here all we right. go. Before we get to ego's extra point and wrap it up, yes or BS? I own Josh Allen. Should I be worried about my quarterback one? Uh, BS. You don't be worried about his. Statistically, he's producing just fine. Right. In real life, if I'm just a Bills fan, I'm a little bit worried. And <laughs> in, in the fantasy totally world, totally different. Right. Fantasy world, totally, totally different. different. Now you don't worry about Josh Allen. Yes or BS? Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are back as strong fantasy starters. Uh, BS. I wouldn't say strong. Serviceable, depending on matchup, sure. But not just strong. Get them back in your lineup every week. Gotcha. My last one uh, fantasy, yes or BS? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson comes back next week and has twenty five plus points against Houston. Nah, BS. I, he's not ready to be like really good yet. He's going to need a couple of games. He hasn't played football. He didn't play last season. Twenty five plus points. You don't think happens against Houston? No, oh, I don't. Wow. Okay, I don't. I think he's rusty. All right. I think. Um. Actually, I think I would say Houston that week will be a. I'm going to give him like a a top ten. Wow. DST play because I think they're going to pick You heard off. it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Houston's D is going to hold Deshaun Watson to 10 points in the fantasy you got department. It. All right. You got it. So let's get to Ego's Extra Point whenever you're ready, sir, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. Ego's Extra Point this week is aimed towards the keeper leagues and the dynasty leagues. So if you're in a redraft league, not for you. Sorry. Uh, chances are half your league is already checked out anyway. Keeper redraft leagues. This is very important. Don't get too attached, right? So you have these big-name guys. You've got them on your roster. You want them there season after season. But now is the time to really start looking at moving some of these guys, especially if you're missing the playoffs and and you've got these top-tier teams that could use that boost going into the playoffs. But hear me out. Tyreek Hill next season, 29 years old. Austin Eckler, 28 years old. Stephon Diggs, 29. Cooper Cup, 30. Kelsey, 34 years old next season. Devontae Adams, 30. Derrick Henry, 29 with like a million miles on him. Dalvin Cook, 20, 28 next season. And Mike Evans, 30 next season. So the thing to do is to move these guys right now, if you can, before the fantasy playoffs start. If you're not going to make a run this season because you will never get more. A team is desperate to get that extra boost going into the playoffs. You can cash in and get some young talent moving forward and possibly some draft picks. Do not get too attached to a big name. The worst thing you can do is hold on one season too long. That value gets cut in half. Ego's extra point is up. And it's good. What are you falling asleep? You don't oh, like sorry, it? Sorry. You don't like it? Sorry. You said keeper league. I, I, I checked Wh- out. Man. Why <laughs> do you think nobody does keeper leagues? I'm just going to end it Dude. right there. I'm going to end it. Why do you think nobody does right. keep releasing? They're, they're getting so much more popular. Yeah, in the, in the last 10 years, they've you know every year they get a little more popular. Every yeah. a little, that's why, little more popular. That's why all these a sites little. now have dynasty rankings on them when before they didn't. <laughs> right? That's all right, yeah, you, you need to get in a dynasty sure. league. It'll change no, everything. No, I will never get in a dynasty why I was not? In, I was in a keeper league one year. And I was like, I'm done. This is stupid. I mean, what? we talked about it already. I was like, I, I I adopted a team that sucked. Okay, that's different. all right. And I'm like, dude, I'm out. I'm checking out. That's man. This different, is horrible. man. You need what you need to do I is start a, my a, own a fresh startup dynasty no league, dude. It will change your whole fantasy perspective. I promise you. I like my elementary. 
it, fantasy football no. league. Yeah, that's, We're Romeo Dubes that's, is king. That's baby stuff. <laughs> that's little kid stuff. All right, guys, good luck, man. Week 11 happening tonight. Enjoy that game, Tennessee and Packers. Share, share, share. Uh, we love you guys on social media and Facebook. You can catch that podcast everywhere. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, you name it. It's there on Amazon. It's available for you to listen to, especially on Alexa. That's really, really cool. If you say fantasy football junkies, on Alexa. Really? Pops right up, man, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. You haven't tried that yet? No. It's pretty sweet. I'm gonna. Yeah. My bathroom has been so much more fun now that I get to do that. <laughs> that's, all right. Fair enough. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to do another one again next week for Thanksgiving. Don't forget, man, lots of games on Thursday. So remember, let us help you guys win your fantasy leagues. Make it a reality, not a fantasy with the Fantasy Football Junkies, a Newhoff Media Springfield podcast.